Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Let's Get Real podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the crime genre in cinema, specifically focused on one of the most famous crime films being Brian Singer's The Usual Suspects. We'll also be providing a brief overview of the genre as a whole. So, let's get this one started. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Let's Get Real podcast. My name is Joni Young. Sitting next to me are my good friends and fellow cinema junkies as well. Interesting first, we have Josh Silva. What's up, Josh? What's up, what's up, what's up? Uh, uh, interesting second, we have Bailey Caribbean C. What's up, guys? How's it going, everybody? And sitting next to us as well, we have Bearded Bryce Beavers. What's up, Bryce? What's up, dude? How you been? Doing good, man. Doing nice, good. Nice. Um, before we get into the main topic of discussion for today, we want to go ahead and um, let you guys know a little bit about each other, uh, well, about you know one another, um, before we get into the uh, main topic. And, um, you know, so first off, my name is Joni Young. I am uh, from Austin, Texas. I am a CMI major here at Texas Tech. Uh, we're all Texas Tech students here. And um, we chose to discuss a, a crime. We, we, Today's genre is crime. It's all focused on crime movies and crime films and everything like that. And uh, we, the, the film we chose was The Usual Suspects. And for various reasons that we're going to get into later in the podcast, um, once again, this movie is an all-time classic. And we're going to go over the history of the uh, genre itself before we get into the movie itself. And I believe Josh is going to take that away. Um, so, yeah, Josh, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah, what's up, guys? My name is Josh Silva, or Josue, if you can say that. Um, I'm from a small town in Lockney, Texas, if you know where that's at. Um, Texas boy, I'm also going to tech right now, uh, studying CMI as well, and um, just love movies, man, and super excited to be doing this. Um, but yeah, it's just a brief history of the uh, the history of of a film, uh, the history, or, or the history of, I'm sorry, of crime. The history of this genre uh, was first uh, started, and uh, Edward S. Porter actually... Uh, had the first film, which was The Great Train Robbery. This movie was a great chase or robbery at gunpoint. Um, the next movie that is uh, of interest was Sherlock Holmes, Baffled, and that was in 1900. Um, and then other movies of notable interest are The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, The Musketeers, uh, Pig Alley, and uh, Bright, uh, I'm sorry, Bailey, you actually said something about The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, didn't you? That you it was actually the Mus- Musketeers one. So yeah. that one, like, kind of like, it was the first one that, um, it it brought in the corruption with detectives and um, with like the under underground world. Yeah. So yeah. like at the end of the film, like a criminal was handing like um, the detective like money, like currency. So that was like the first one. Like, whoa, why is this detective working with this criminal guy? Like, and and it like it was still a silent film, but then like the n- I think the next one, it was called I'm The sorry. Lights of New York. I didn't even oh, give you a chance to introduce yourself. Oh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, and my name is Bailey C., CMI major. I'm from Seminole, Texas. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, we're going to talk about movies, crime genre here. And I'll throw it to Bryce real quick. Let yeah, him introduce himself. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I'm Bryce. Uh, <laughs> oh. Hey, guys, I'm Bryce. Uh, I'm a Lubbock local, uh, born and raised, been here forever. Um, yeah, CMI major as well. Looking forward to talking about some of these movies with these guys. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Sweet. I like that you mentioned the uh, 
the undercover crime thing where when he's extorting money because it actually is is interesting point in the history is which is the Hayes Act, and that is actually where we get our rating system from now. So that's a pretty cool thing I found while while kind of doing. And, some and that was the first like ever thing of corruption ever. Made. Yeah, yeah, like with, with like within a film, like oh wow, yeah. or in like yeah. police, and that was kind of like also within the 1930s, um, which also brought in the popularity of of the crime genre. Like mm-hmm. people wanted to see that. And that's a reason why we're kind of t- like drawn into the film is because we kind of have a mixed motion like of crime like yeah. yeah there's sort of like a hatred for it like you yeah, don't like know like you don't know what's going on and you but you want to know what's going on yeah like a love hate like yeah. kind of like you kind of think of Robin Hood like mm-hmm. you kind of root for Robin Hood because he's he's, he's the good like, slash yeah, he's bad good guy bad, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 and so that's pretty cool I thought he's um, an antihero or whatever yeah yeah so it's I like completely opposite of like the westerns back then because they had like they were honorable and like good and stuff and now it's like the guy could be the protagonist but he's also like evil in his own way you yeah know? yeah exactly man. kind of falls in that gray area which is uh you know one thing i like that movies incorporate and directors kind of incorporates because uh you know like this guy is good but maybe his methods aren't you know as um you know wholesome as aren't as wholesome or yeah, yeah, as, yeah. as heroic or as, as we like to think so not that yeah. good but yeah, um, going with that, that kind of, so the film that we actually were talking about, which is the, and I keep getting this wrong, but it's The Usual Suspects, it falls into the category of film noir, and that, that uh, subgenre of crime movies was actually made, its first appearance in the 1940s. Um, this crime film was taking a turn toward a darker tone, which we kind of talked about, and um, kind of exploited violence and betrayal of, of criminals. Um, and there, uh, <laughs> A film worthy of noting is uh, I Walk Alone, and that was directed by Byron Haskin. A lot of these movies that I found, I, I kind of want to go f- try to find them. I don't know <laughs> where we're going to find them at, but YouTube maybe, yeah. who knows, or Look it up, Apple Google TV. It. Yeah. But yeah, I Walk Alone, and it kind of ties in with The Usual Suspects in that it um, is about, a m- cr- and I know it's kind of spoiler for now, but it's a movie about a double-crossing partner. So yeah. um, another... Um, subgenre that this film actually falls into is uh, the caper film, which is a heist film as well. That was introduced in the 1950s. Um, it's based around an assortment of criminals that follows along as they hash out and go through with a, a like big plan. Um, and then two or a couple movies that are within each, if I can find that here for you guys. Uh, for examples of, of caper film, I have found uh, The Italian Job, and I think we said some of us seen that here maybe. I have not seen that. I have not seen Italian Job. No. I'll yeah, pretend yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, that was really good. <laughs> but yeah. Ocean's Eleven and Thirteen, I think I, I remember somebody saying that they've seen that. And then Now You See Me, which Now oh, You yeah. See Me kind of is a cool, really cool yeah, movie that kind of really... Yeah, yeah. Like you don't get the double cross at the end. You're like, whoa. And kind of has that smart criminal yeah. kind of element to it. Um, real magic. Kind of frustrated audience, I feel like, with that one. Yeah. Because like, right when you think like you, you had them, like, you knew where it was going, on, you knew where it was going, you knew what was going on, it just went in a completely different direction. Like, it took a major left turn, yeah. you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 actually, I'm not going to lie to y'all guys. I've never seen that one. But oh, I, my I, oh, no. <laughs> you haven't seen that Get one? Get out of here. I, I, I'm talking <laughs> about films you haven't seen. I have a big problem with Jesse Eisenberg ever since he messed up Lex Luthor. Oh, yeah. I don't even blame you there. I don't even blame you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so some movies from uh, noir films were uh, Memento, which I've seen and I love. Crazy movie. If y'all haven't seen that, watch it. Sin City, um, No Country for Old Men, another great movie I love. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And Heist, which I have never seen. And I, I mentioned it just to remind myself to watch that because it sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, film noir was, like, really interesting uh, when I was, like, look, searching into it and, like, how they used it back in the day with, like, all the silhouettes and the dark smoke. Yeah. 
and everything i was like wow this is like it could be a genre of its own yeah but yeah. but then it fell under like the american um crime drama like type deal uh -huh. and then it was like after um it was like prior or post world war Two is when they got really popular with like putting out a lot of film noir like um movies and stuff yeah yeah so it was like americanized or whatever it got kind of taken out of i believe so because i believe genre. so I, I found that it means the french word is dark movie and yeah. so yeah i think it's like one of their like genres that gotcha. we like added to the element of crime cool yeah so yeah man that's kind of a brief history of of, of the whole genre itself um yeah so let's go ahead and jump into the movie itself uh which once again is the usual suspects and uh <laughs> Um, you know, it was, it's obviously a very critically acclaimed uh, movie. It, um, it won two Academy Awards, uh, Best Supporting Actor for Kevin Spacey and Best Original uh, Script by, I believe, uh, Christopher McQuarrie yeah, in uh, 1996 Oscars, which is crazy because that was 25 years ago today. That's wow. kind of kind of crazy to think about. And uh, even you know born. what? The movie still holds up, I will say. It definitely holds yeah. up. It has withstood the test of time, um, which, you know, some crime films can, some can't. And uh, yeah, I think one uh, this is definitely one that has one that really hasn't for at least in my opinion uh, would be one such as like Dirty Harry, you know, person mm -hmm. I didn't really I don't think that's withstood the test of time, but it's definitely an all time classic, though, yeah, um, that sure. many would um, for sure put in that uh, that category. And um, yeah, overall, it was um, it was a fantastic film. Yeah, this you is know, my this first time actually watching this movie and oh, yeah. at the end. I was just yeah. So and that's <laughs> that's the thing that really uh you know, kind of captivated all audience, uh, audience uh, members, audience viewers, um, is the twist at the end, mm -hmm. you know. And in this movie, uh, what director Brian Singer did was he kind of started off sort of in the middle of it and then kind of had to backtrack a little bit and then went forward in the plot line, like in real time, went forward with it. And then basically you have this character, Kevin Spacey's character, sitting down and he's kind of telling the whole story of how everything, you know, kind of went down. I'm uh, not, not, not trying to spoil this movie, by, by the way. Uh, basically tells the story of how, like how, how things kind of went <laughs> yeah. down and it kind of leads back up into into real time. And during his, uh, his story and when they're, you know, reenacting it in the film, um, you have so many different questions that you have and like right when you think you you know kind of like okay so this, this is happening they, they're doing that because of that you know everything is going that way and then you know but every time you feel like a question of yours got answered there was a new question that popped up yeah. you know yeah, like constantly then, you're thinking about the truth like what's the truth and what's a lie like con yeah like constantly yeah, yeah. because like the way the movie opens is literally at the end of the movie you yeah, know, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so it kind of started like you know yeah. towards the end, yeah, and, and then kind of backtracked. And it yeah. gives you like a false ending in a sense. Because like even at the beginning, I was so confused because uh, the camera kept like, zooming in on this barrel or whatever, mm -hmm. like you know, with the ropes and stuff. And you're like, what? What is what is significant about this barrel? And you don't get that totally, literally, like exactly. the very yeah. end. Yeah, and that's so. the type with film noir too is like the um, the elements of like flashback, and there has like there was a lot of past and present in this movie that like that tied in mm -hmm. to like the flashback tense like. Like sometimes you don't even know like if you're in the present or in the past, yeah. you know. So I started watching this movie, taking notes like for the podcast, and I had to watch it twice because like <laughs> I, I kept getting lost with it. Like yeah. I was like, I sat there and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I need to pay attention. So I watched it the first time, and and I was telling uh, Bryce, I believe that um, the second time watching it, I was picking up other things like just what I didn't see, and like it kind of like made more sense the second time around. Yeah. So I really like that, and I like that like what you said about kind of tying into the newer film um the philosophy which was uh, kind of a the statement that is made for the movie is uh the devil 
uh, I can't think of it right now, but devil doesn't exist. The devil doesn't uh, exist. No, it's uh, yeah, it's um, I can't quote the, the greatest, exact line. The greatest, greatest secret or greatest lie. Yeah, the greatest lie ever told it. was <laughs> that the devil, devil didn't exist. exist. Yeah, there you go. And that was pretty cool because that's like the philosophy of the movie. Like the whole time you're watching it. And again, guys, sorry, it's a spoiler, but you're thinking Kevin Spacey is this like frail, fragile, like just dumb, person, yeah, yeah, like dumb person. And and at the end, it's just like that kicker, like, wow. Yeah. So that was pretty cool to me, man. And I think like, because this, you're saying this is like the first movie that ever had this kind of twist at the end. Like that's why it was so. Popular. I mean, it's not the first one that's had like twists. I know, at the end, but, like, but like this kind of twist that, yeah, where you're like, whoa, what? So, and I think like the only reason I was able to kind of get it halfway through the movie is because because of this movie like other movies take a lot of this same like character and the way they do it the reveal and they do it over and i was like oh they're doing this thing and i was like wait this is where this bit came from and i was like oh okay so i'm guessing it's spacey and then at the end i was like oh my gosh it's the exact it's the exact thing this is where it came from and i was i don't know that's really the part cool. where you're talking about where he like starts walking yeah and, like, like he just heals himself he all heals of a sudden. himself and he's walking normal and then the cops like the time freezes and he realizes he was taking everything from the wall let's not yeah. go ahead and just oh uh, yeah let's, let's just go ahead and not uh not <laughs> give right. out spoilers oh, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, Sorry, guys. <laughs> feel like a little late on that but still i mean yeah. let's yeah. just go we, ahead and try to not give away too much about the movie yeah but yeah um I don't know anything else, guys. Anything else? I guess we could do a rating if y'all like. What was y'all's overall opinion of the movie? So, you know, scale of one to ten. Obviously, we were, you know, when you go into films as just a casual viewer, you do have some questions, and I think one of the biggest questions is that we kind of got from this film was who is Kaiser Soze? You know, who is Kaiser Soze? And um, that's a question that. Um, doesn't have a definitive answer and can be well interpreted. And I like the way that uh, director Brian Singer and the uh, writer, um, what was his name again? <laughs> Hold on. Uh, yeah, Christopher McQuarrie. You can definitely take different like versions of like yes. who is Kaiser Soze and yeah, it yeah. could make twists and turns throughout the whole movie. Yes, and then you're kind of left, you know, spiraling at mm-hmm. the end. Like, okay, who is this? Was any of that even real? You know, where, you know, yeah, it all could have been a lie. You know, like, yeah. it's, it's just something that, you know, is just tremendous tremendously directed and you know uh, acted to perfection you know i mean kevin spacey obviously did a you know a really uh, really good job in that film and um you know so given all aspects of the film itself i would have to give this um honestly like an 8.8 so out of 10 sweet nice. so what would you guys give it so uh the only thing i know brian singer from is x-men and and i love the x-men movies but um for this as a crime film, like just kind of following along what you said, just how it kind of plays out and like how you're engaged in it the whole time. Like, like I said, I had to stop taking notes so I could pay attention, like fully engage with it. And the end really threw me. So I'm going to give it a nine, man. I, I really enjoyed this movie. And I actually got my wife watching it with me. And like, we had to restart it because she was like, I want to know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So that if anything engages my wife, I know it's a, it's a good movie. Yeah. It's like, if you blink, like you, you like miss something and like, you're like totally lost. So you got to yeah. go back and watch it again. Cause like, there's so many like little things that you can miss throughout the whole movie and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. What would you give the rating? The rating? Oh, shoot. With, with everything, I'd probably give it, 8.5, with 5. under the crime genre. Am I gonna be the only nine here? Let's see. No, no, yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll do, I'll do 9.3 just because it's so. Um, it kind of was a statement for movies, and uh, I think it changed a lot how people view. Like, it made people think, like, oh, how can I do twists like this? How can I 
make better movies, I guess. Kind of influence the next yes, generation, did. basically. I, th- I think yeah. it definitely did. So I would definitely give it a 9.2, 9.3. Kevin Spacey was great in this. I think this is how he got a start, didn't it? It seems like it. Um, I don't know if this is how he got a start, but it was one of the big, one of the bigger roles yeah. that he had, and obviously he won an he award was, for it. Yeah, he was and his, his name gets drugged through the mud nowadays, which yeah, you know, yeah, right, yeah. You know, rightfully so, but we're not going to get into that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, we can't deny the fact that he's a great actor. Have you yeah. ever seen, you have seen Breaking Bad, right? Yes. yes. So the... The, yeah. the black guy, I don't know his Jean name. Carlos was yes. yes, I was yes. like, that is him. I know it's him, but he's so, he, was he so looks young. so young. Yeah. But he had hope in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure that will do it for us today. Unless you guys have any final thoughts? No. Nope. No. no, I don't think go so. Watch. Go watch this movie. Yeah, go yes. watch The Usual go. Suspects. Yes. If we haven't spoiled it for you already. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So that will do it for this week's episode. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. That is at Real Nation Talk on Twitter. Or visit our website at www.letsgetreal.net. Till then, for Josh Silva, Bailey C., and Bryce Beavers, I'm Joni Young saying stay safe, and we'll see you next time here on the Let's Get Real podcast. Mm-hmm.